Warning. This podcast is intended for adult audiences only and includes candid discussions of controversial topics that may be considered offensive by some listeners. If you're under the age of 18, or if you do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you do, well, then grab your seat, your favorite drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. It's because I have a soothing, sexy voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're working on your podcast voice. Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With your whole... <laughs> right. Most interesting man in the world. Damn straight. Beard you got going mm-hmm. on there. And strike the Just pose. Just because you have a beard that makes you the most interesting man in the world. You and everybody it, else. It makes me the most interesting the, in the man world. in this closet. <laughs> You mean the recording studio? In the recording studio. (laughs) You are by far the most interesting man in this recording studio right now. I'll drink to that. (laughs) All right, senor, you ready? Si, claro. (laughs) We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? (laughs) No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our own journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures later. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do or what not to do in their own journeys. So basically, you're going to join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some of these will be quick outtakes. Others will be longer conversations about what we are going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a cup of coffee, relax, sit back and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Hi, welcome back. Thanks for joining us for the next episode of The Accidental Swingers. Glad to be back. Yeah, right? So this is episode three. You know, we talk about the fact that the way that we want our podcast to go is it's very chronological in the way that it follows our lifestyle journey because Mm -hmm. we did these recordings. As you've heard some snippets from them, you'll hear some more in this episode, things that we actually said at the time. We try and find the funny stuff because (laughs) that's the most entertaining. Mm Mm-hmm. In following along chronologically with what our path was, if you listened to the first couple of episodes of The Accidental Swingers so far, you know that we accidentally started swinging. This was not a planned thing or something that happened that we planned out, so to speak. So when we actually had our first play date, after the first play date, we decided that we were all in. Mm -hmm. We were going to do this. We kind of knew it before the play date was over because we had that three-week period from the time that we realized we'd been asked out by swingers to when we actually decided (laughs) we would... (laughs) Go ahead and consummate our swinger relationship. Mm -hmm. So we kind of knew that we were going to do this. But we didn't do a lot of kind of the groundwork beforehand because we were... Well, we did during that three-week period. We did a lot of groundwork. But there was... Researching. And then when the date ultimately happened and ultimately didn't go real well, we realized that there's a lot that we don't know. (laughs) And we thought we were really cocky and thought, oh, this is not... 
hard at all. Right. What's the big deal? We're going to be so good at I this. I know. So the failed date made us realize, oh, there's a lot we don't know. Maybe we should figure some more shit out. Right. <laughs> and so, so we did. And actually, there was quite a time lag between that initial play date and the next actual That's successful true. play date. Um, a couple months, like two months, I think. So during that time period, you know, we, we just learned a lot more. Right. We listened to a lot more podcasts. We, you know, talked to our, we had actually a dinner with our friends from our failed date just to get together and talk because we want, we wanted to understand, you know, we wanted to learn what more they about, know. Right, we we knew that we were never going to play with them again. But, right. and so we said, we just want to have dinner and, you know, hear about your experiences because we're really intrigued by this and we want to um, attack this. And so, but we would like some advice if you guys could, if we could kind of pick your brains a little bit, which was great and very helpful because right. they're very experienced and know a lot about the resources that we have in our area. Right. And so they were able to kind of steer us in, in the right direction. Yeah. And, so, and that was really great having kind of like a mentoring couple, mm-hmm. even though the play date didn't go well. And and like you said, we said to them, look, we know this isn't going to work between the four of us, but hey, do you mind letting us, you know, kind of pick your brains a little bit about the different things? So yeah, that was very, very helpful. And I think to that point, we have always tried to be that way. We'll look at what we're doing. Right. We decided to start a podcast because it was so valuable to have somebody that could mentor us a little bit more than just reading about it or looking online. So it was really, really great to have that resource. And mm-hmm. that's, I think, kind of what we view ourselves as. We've always, any couple that's reached out to us as new, yeah, we've, we've said, hey, to, to you know, here we and... are, but we have a lot of experiences in our short time. So chronologically, we're young swingers, but we packed a lot into our couple of years. So mm-hmm. we're happy to tell you everything we know. So what this podcast is about is we're going to kind of focus a little bit more on some things that we found very important to understand and know at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So the things that we really want to talk about today, quickly, we're going to talk a little bit about terms and verbiage and vernacular that they use in the lifestyle because as... If you listen to any of our first two episodes, you'll realize that I had no idea what was going on. And so I just agreed to everything when our swinger friend said, oh, we do this and that and we don't do this and that. And I didn't know about really what any of it meant. I get you could guess, but I really didn't know. And so I just agreed to everything. (laughs) (laughs) And then we kind of had to go back it up a little bit and go, well, not really. But it makes a difference. It does make a difference knowing what language you're speaking. Yeah. (laughs) And with whom you're speaking it. Yeah. So the subtleties about what Mm -hmm. what the different things mean. And then we're also going to talk about creating your profile on the various social websites. So about what we found very helpful, very important, because that is literally the second thing we did the minute basically within an hour of our not so great but fabulous play date, we went ahead and created our profile. And we had heard some information about that beforehand. Right. Like we had listened to some episodes about that. But we hadn't really explored any of the websites at that point. Right. I think that was really the first, you know, sitting on the bed after that date. I think it was the first time we really visited any of those sites and actually created just a basic profile just to get in there and look around. Right. And that was helpful because we were able to to just kind of see, well, what, you know, what, what we responded to and what we didn't respond to. And so, but we'll talk about those things. Right. Right. So I think what we're trying to get to in this episode is just kind of the very basic fundamental nuts and bolts of just kind of how to get going. Right. And knowing what you're talking about. Knowing what you're talking about. (laughs) And not, and not just (laughs) gratuitously agreeing to everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we do that too. Oh, yeah. We always do that. (laughs) (laughs) But having... No idea what right. you're talking about. It's helpful to know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. 
one of the things, again, we decided to go ahead and kind of do a, a quick primer, so to speak, of terms and words that are used in the lifestyle that people may or may not understand when they're talking about the lifestyle, starting with the word the lifestyle. The other thing I want to point out before I forget, though, is that we're going to put a, this list plus a more comprehensive mm-hmm. list plus other resources um, on in the show notes portion of this episode on the website. So if you, you don't have to memorize all this right. stuff. It'll, and it'll I think be we're just going to kind of confirm. Real highlighted, yeah. Yeah, we're going to confine the vocabulary to just a few key terms and because there's a lot out there. And right. So, this is just to get you started. Yeah. What do you, like if you're looking at somebody's profile and they say X, Y, Z, what does that mean? Right. And if, as you're preparing your own profile, what do I need to think about and what verbiage do I need to consider? Right. So very basic stuff. Right. So why don't you go ahead and lead us off, Tristan. Well, Tell us about. Well, beginning with the lifestyle. Because that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And as many different people as there are in the lifestyle, that's how many different definitions there are. Right. It's a very the indi- term, the lifestyle. Right. It's a very individualized lifestyle. thing. You know, for us, I mean, initially it meant swinging. And that's what I think most people would can, would think of it. But as we've come along in the lifestyle and met so many different people, we've realized that, you know, there, there are so many different variants of this. And, and it really is what you make it. I think for us, it's kind of an overarching umbrella term for just being open open-minded, sexually open, and sex positive, which is very foreign in our culture. Absolutely. Yeah. In and, American culture, right. a lot more open in European culture cultures, I think, but mm-hmm. certainly. So that's kind of what it means to us. I mean, but within the lifestyle, you have, there are just all kinds of different uh, different variants. I mean, there are people who are hardcore swingers, and that's what they do. They don't get to know people. They just, you know, want to basically go and fuck, and it's one and done, and, you know, they don't make friends. They don't develop relationships. On purpose. Uh, yeah, purposefully. Right. Yeah. And that's just kind of their, their way of doing things, and that's their interpretation, which, you know, we never really, that never really appealed to us. You know, even before we knew that that facet existed, we are thought process going in was that oh, we want to become friends with people. We want to be able to hang out with people outside Forge of the relationships. And, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and um, have a, a certain level of depth with people that we're playing with and not just anonymously or one and done. So I think the most important thing to realize when you hear the term the lifestyle, especially when you're on swinger websites, is that they're just talking about the swinging lifestyle in general. So people will say, how long have you been in the lifestyle and things like that. It just seems a little bit less acidic than saying how long you've been swinging. Right. Because you, as we're going to talk about in a second, swinging also means a lot of different things to different people. I think they just, the term lifestyle is just used as kind of an umbrella term to encompass anything that has to do with open relationships and non-monogamy in this particular setting, usually between couples at this point or singles, depending on if that's how they're playing. But yeah. So basically just openness. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. The next thing that I think we wanted to talk about, which was a huge thing for me when we were initially doing the research about swinging and what that meant for us was that when I was driving back from Virginia in that three-week time period in between dates, when I said, you know, thought to myself, wow, there's got to be podcasts about swinging. So the very first episode that I pulled up that I decided I would listen to, I skipped a whole bunch of episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I decided of uh, this is the We Got a Thing podcast, which you guys will hear us reference a lot because we really like that podcast, that we are talking about that the full swap versus soft swap. And I didn't know what that meant. I started listening to 
do this podcast about it, and they never explained what that meant. So the full swap versus a soft swap, I think we talked about it a little bit, but that is basically doing everything. Soft swap is kind of doing everything with the, with someone except penetration. I think that's the better way to put it. Right. Full swap is doing everything with penetration. Right. So you're making out, your oral sex, touching, feeling, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is soft swap. But then if you actually have penetration, then it's full swap. Yes. Right? That is the definition. <laughs> that is the distinguishing factor. Which is a small difference, but pretty big if you don't know what they're talking about. And a whole episode was about full swap versus off swap, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what they were. So I had to pull over off the side of the road and Google it because I didn't know the definitions. I didn't know. That's right. How That's would right. you know? How would I know? Because you skipped the first four episodes. <laughs> That's why you didn't know. <laughs> they looked like they weren't going to be important to me, though. <laughs> You were just eager to get going. I was. Yeah. Like, who needs episodes one through four? <laughs> I'm going with episode number five. You're an episode five kind of gal. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else? What else were some of the things that we came across? We would see in profiles, people would say, you know, we only play in the same room or we only play in separate rooms or we're versatile. And, you know, I mean, that's kind of intuitive what that means. That's something else to consider what kind of play you want to have. And we basically, in, in the beginning, said, well, why wouldn't we only be together? Right. You know, our paradigm at the beginning was that, yeah, we're just going to do this together always. We'll certainly, because it was for us. We'll it was certainly us be in the couple. same room and in, in all likelihood be in the same bed. Right. And and that was kind of where we began our thought process. But as with so many other things for us, <laughs> it kind of went a little sideways and <laughs> unexpectedly we found ourselves playing separately. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about in another episode. Yeah, when I we, think it's coming up shortly. We get to that point. Yeah. yeah. Yet another accidental yeah. thing. Like, oops. Wait a minute. Like I said before we even started this, when we went back and listened to our <laughs> very first recording that we were just going to faux pas our way through right. swinging. We have done an excellent job exactly. of faux pawing our way through swinging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have held steadfast to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Nothing planned. Yes. Oh, no, we plan things. Well, yeah, just oh, nothing yeah. goes as planned. Yeah, well, a lot of things haven't <laughs> gone as planned. So right. I think it's important when you're talking about doing this and, and going and moving into an open marriage or an open relationship, you need to have ideas about what you think is going to happen. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to talk about a little bit more in depth, I think, in the next episode or one after about when things happen and change that view that what you think is going to happen and it doesn't happen and how to handle that. Mm. But you do have to talk about that. You have to have some idea what and for us it was this is about us becoming closer but getting to have sex with other people and how do we make that experience better for our for us as a couple and so we thought well we'll just always play together and we'll always be in the same room because that's how you share that intimacy right and so at the time and with what we knew that was what our what we wrote down actually i think what we actually yeah i think in our initial profile it it did say exactly that that there are several things in our initial profile that that aren't there (laughs) anymore anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, but at the beginning we figured, well, of course we're going to always be together. We also figured we'd always full swap because why wouldn't you? Right. And we also discovered, well, that doesn't always work out that way. That's right. Sometimes things don't go well. And And sometimes uh, people don't even, that's what they want. That's their limit. Usually we figure that out though, but not always. Not always. And yeah. So So we're going to talk about how to manage some of those pitfalls Mm -hmm. in episodes to come. As we ran into those problems, you'll hear about what we did to faux pas our way through through that too. (laughs) Because (laughs) those didn't go very smoothly either. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's true. All right. So what else? The, we just... the accidental soft swap. <laughs> yeah. Well, multiple actually. Yeah. <laughs> it typically yeah. only it, it was a sign of something that something went wrong. <laughs> Yeah. When we wound up soft swapping. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was never the intent. So anyway, right. but yes, you're right. That is an, another episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so same room, separate room. Uh, sometimes you'll see the term hall pass. And again, that's kind of intuitive what that means. Something that you have to be careful because you'll see in a profile, oh, husband has a hall pass. Really? <laughs> right, right. And I mean, simply that I mean, it means what it sounds like, that somebody, one of the couple has a has permission to play on their own. Right. And and it happens. Mm-hmm. It happens with us. But um, you always have to be a little um, dubious and right. investigate further. Right. Uh, for sure. Particularly when it's the man that has the hall pass. Right. <laughs> which is usually what you see. Sometimes. Unless one of us is traveling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I know you are. I see you looking at me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. But those were planned, you know, we, typically we did plan that when, when, when that occurred, because um, you kind of have to, <laughs> otherwise it's not a whole many fast. episodes down the road, right. but we'll go into that full, true, yeah, where true. we went from that to where I got a hall pass, mm-hmm. a long one. Yep. Yeah. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another term that you'll see a lot is unicorn. You want to yes. feel so that one? The unicorn is the fabled, mythical, mythical. magical... <laughs> Single female in the lifestyle. Well, I think specifically single bisexual female. Who, yes, yes, that's yes, a single bisexual yeah. female. Yes, that puts herself out there, available to play. Um, usually, we've seen it where if we see someone's profile that is a single woman, it's very open. Usually, it's for couples or men, mm-hmm. but. The reason they call them unicorns is because they are few and far between and apparently hard to find. That's why they're called unicorns. Mm-hmm. And some were... people don't think they do exist. Right. I've seen some. <laughs> we I've know... met some. Yeah, we know some. <laughs> <laughs> and if we ever get divorced, I'm totally going to be one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so, woo uh, but yeah, so apparently they are not, they're not, they're not easy to find. And so that's why they're called unicorn. Yes. Right. Another term that uh, we often use is vanilla. Yes. Yeah. And vanilla can be used as either a noun or an adjective. You know, we will have vanilla dates or vanilla cruises or vanilla functions. And basically what that means is not with swingers. Right. Or with swingers, but we're not going to play. Right. We have so playing things. means having sex. Mm-hmm. That was another thing too. Like a play date is actually right, like right. where you actually go and have sex or you're going to play is where you're going to have sex. As opposed to a meet and greet where you're right. just going to meet and see if there's any kind of interest or connection. Right. Yeah. So vanilla, basically our friends who aren't swingers, mm-hmm. we call them our vanilla friends. This will be the noun version of vanilla. Right. The vanillas. Mm-hmm. Although, as you mentioned, we go on vanilla dates with our swinging couple. Mm-hmm. So that means we're all just going to. We go out to dinner, we go to a movie, we might you know, go to a bar, but it's just to have a date. We just go on a date. Um, so it's vanilla because we plan, we plan not to have sex <laughs> on those particular dates. 
So, but that's what that means. So if you ever hear someone talk about or comment or have in their post something about um, we're okay with vanilla dates, that's what that means. So it means a non-sexual relationship or interaction at that time. Mm-hmm. It becomes very common in the swinger world because you talk about with your other swinger friends, oh, we're going to go out you know, on a vanilla dinner um, or we're going out with our vanilla friends or a vanilla vacation, like you said. That just means that there's just no planned sexual activity and right. usually not with swingers. Yeah, usually not with yeah. swingers. Yeah. Because so. when we're with other swingers, typically we want to be having sex. Right. <laughs> yes. It's kind of what we're in it for. That's what it's about. Right. Among other things. There's a whole universe of benefits beyond just the sex. But that's a pretty big one. <laughs> that's kind of the... That's a pretty big motivator. That's pretty much the... Well, it's the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. But you got to get on the iceberg. So there you go. So those are kind of some of the terms and things we want to talk about. And like I said, there's going to be a longer list and more information on our website in the show notes section of this episode, episode three. Go and check that out and see if there's anything um, new information on there that you might be interested in. And again, like I said, we'll put some other resources up there too for you guys to, to be able to look at and connect to other websites that we found helpful when we were starting our journey. So the next thing we want to talk about, though, was the social websites. Would you call them dating websites? Are they swinger dating? Web- I always but, felt yeah, like yeah, that was so weird, but well, they're not. Weird in what sense? <laughs> weird and this is not a normal thing, activity for people to be doing. Well, then you're, you're right. So if. <laughs> yes. So yes, but they, I still, uh, like, even have a challenge, like, how do I write that down? What do I say? Well, is they it are, a, they are swinger dating But is sites. it a swinger site or is it a dating site or is it, what do you, I wonder what they classify. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Basically what you're doing is you're, you're looking putting yourself out yeah. there and you're looking at others um, with the goal of meeting and having sex. And so um, <laughs> I think that's pretty much a little bit of both, I guess. I guess it's so. It's both dating and sexual. Right. But ultimately, that's what we're looking for. Right. So what we realize, so there's it's a lot of It's not for these. just socializing. Let's, let's put it that but way. But it is. Well, it is. But socializing, socializing in air quotes. with a goal. <laughs> socializing. <laughs> it's Meaning the end result is you want to fuck somebody. Yeah, pretty much. It's socializing with, in, with intent. <laughs> is that what all dating well, websites are? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Right? Yeah. I mean, even... Plenty of fish, <laughs> the Christian mingle, whatever those are. Pretty much what you... That's the end game, yeah. man. We're just cutting out a lot of different <laughs> aspects of We're just going straight for the, the money sex. shot, right? <laughs> we need to be bogged down with all that get all that, to yeah, know you. Yeah, and, dating. You know, and, dating yeah. stuff. This we'll is, I pay my own way, and if, <laughs> if it right. works out, we'll go have sex, which has ended up... I mean... We do make friends, though. We do meet people. Mm-hmm. It sounds... See, when we first started, you know, we've gone back now and started listening to our recordings because of doing this. Right. Um, it's hysterical. It is hysterical how far we've come and not negatively in the sense of those things were still very important to us. Yeah, no, but we just, genuinely can hear... We still do. Yeah. We st- still meet couples to see. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not... It, we are not the type that are just like, all right, we'll meet you and go have sex. Like, there has to be connection. Yeah. Um, it made it just changed a little bit. Like we're able to that connection doesn't necessarily have to occur over two dates, though. It can <laughs> that is true. It can happen pretty quickly. Yeah, and we're getting better though. Yes, at learning how to do that, just with anything else. Mm-hmm. So, but so there are these different websites, and what we realized is that they are pretty regional. We are in Florida, and very popular in Florida is the um, the SLS website, which is 
Swinging Lifestyle, Swing I think, lifestyle, but it's yeah. SLS.com. Mm-hmm. And then there's SDC, which is Swingers Dating Club, I think. I think so, yeah. It is, it's always SDC. SDC.com. And those are very popular in our region here. And I think that those are both also relatively, have a pretty national footprint. Yeah. I think I, that there are more are regional. kind of the main like two. We meet people from other parts of the country and we have no idea what they're talking about. Right. Cassidy mm-hmm. is one that I think is more maybe metropolitan, maybe more, I mean, but we're kind of in a metropolitan area and Cassidy is not very active down here for us. Yeah, I think it's getting more so. So there's Cassidy. And again, all of these will be on the resources information on the show notes. So you'll have it all there. But then there's Quiver, which I I don't even think I've even looked at. I just just know the name. Yeah. And and then there's another one that we've seen. And I think Quiver is more of a Midwest thing. Maybe. Because our friends from the Midwest talk about it. Yeah. We don't even have any idea what it is. So the the moral of the story is that when you go and you search in your area for swinger websites, be aware that just because you pick one and that's the one that you start to look through and go through on the profile, that may not be the most active one in your area. Right. Because of the podcast that we were listening to, they were very big on Cassidy. And when we went on Cassidy and we actually decided we would do profiles on three different websites. We Mm. did SLS, SDC, and Cassidy. Kind of just saw how active they were, things like that, which age group were we more targeted towards? That's another thing too. Like That's which true, yeah. which worked better for our type of people that we were looking for, people like us, you know, married, long time, older couples versus, you know, twenty five year olds. That's we're not gonna we have found that mixing that doesn't work as well. We do much better with people in our age group. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that was one thing too that was big. But so realize as you're looking at these different websites that just because it's there doesn't mean it's best for your area. Right. Or for what you're looking for. Right. So um, I would do some research about that and then uh, doing a couple of free accounts and seeing where you get more activity, where it looks like you're going to fit better. And so that's why we we chose those three. And we eventually ended up, like I said, dropping Cassidy. So we are only on those two that think, we have in our area. And I think that, that Cassidy is becoming more popular. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there. Um, and I don't know about South Florida. We're in the Tampa area. And so, I, you know, Miami and Fort Lauderdale right. are it it's, be... its own independent. Yeah. Who knows what, what's popular down there. So you just have to yeah. look a little bit is what I'm right. saying. And don't be dis- discouraged if you get online, you create this profile and then nothing really happens because you may not be looking at the right website for your region. So do some research, find out or try a couple different ones and see what you like. I will tell you from my recollection that we decided very quickly to pay for a couple of them. I think most of them give you about a 30-day. Yeah, I, I think And we'll tr- end up doing probably a group on Cassidy so that in the future, if you're listening to this, there may actually be a Cassidy group for accidental swingers. It'll be on our website if there is. Um, so that's a way to get into a community as well. And kind of um, test the waters. Right. But there are limitations with a free account. Right. And that's and, what I was going to say. Yeah. So, and it's worth it to spend 20 bucks to get 30, 60 days or whatever it is on a couple of them to really see where you're mm. going to get traction. I right. think we we ended up narrowing it down to two and we're still with those same two. Yeah. And also to see, because they, they function very differently. Some are much more intuitive and user-friendly than others. Some are much more modern than others. And it just depends upon you know what works for you. So look those up. That being said, we like SLS. They're doing some major changes. I don't know that we... Lifestyle. Will... 
we used to like them a lot. Then yeah. they started changing, and then that ruffled everybody's feathers. Yeah. But I, I see think, what they're doing. Yeah. They're becoming. They're trying to become a much more integrated dating website. Mm-hmm. They're working on their app, and yeah, they're, they're working messaging on and messaging, right? Video chat yeah. and friending, and ooh. We're doing this during, during a, a, a <laughs> severe thunderstorm morning. I wonder if we can edit that out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. But um, we like them. Mm-hmm. And that's actually our age group. So our yeah. age group is kind of the 40s to upper 50s yeah. is kind of what we – because that's our age. Yeah, and especially in our area, that's who uses SLS. Right. They are the, the older crowd, especially people who have been at this a long time because for the longest time that was the site. And so there's just a lot more people, at least in our area, on SLS than any of the others. And the other... once you, and once you kind of figure – I mean, it's not intuitive. Right. It's frustrating a lot of times, and I think they're working to fix a lot of that. But once you kind of get, get it figured out, then it's <laughs> – you can work through yeah. it. There's a learning curve yeah. with all of them because they all operate a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I think the other one, we use SDC is mm-hmm. the other one that we use. They're a younger crowd, but we tend to find the meet and greets that we like to go to Our on SDC, SDC greets, yeah. because they they actually host meet and greets. Yeah, a host or they'll, couple. they'll have a host couple. They'll yeah. have a host couple that will go to a local bar in your area and, um, and they'll usually do something where... You go in and you might be wearing a, a wristband and you might get a free drink or something like that. But you know that you're all part of the swinger group that's mm-hmm. there. Maybe they're in a back patio where the bar is a really big bar. There's one out in a different area that we haven't been to yet that we're wanting to go to once yeah, everything th- opens up again. There are three in our area. Um, consistently. Yeah, consistently. But there's more than that. There's actually – there's a couple that we haven't even made it to mm-hmm. that we keep going, oh, we got to go to that one and we just haven't made it. Right. So that's where a lot of the um, meet and greet events are hosted on SDC and that's a great resource for those. But we don't find it as easy to engage with couples on SDC than with SLS. But it's really usually cyclical, people though. will have – it is cyclical. It's, but it's, it's interesting hand, because I would things... still say it's probably 75% of all of our people we have met on SLS even though they may have SDC profiles like we have both but well certainly in the beginning I'd say now it's flipped to where most of the people we meet we're meeting in person true but that's because we're going to events and things like that yeah yeah. but but in the very beginning yeah we SLS was more fruitful for us right the profiles on the two different sites are set up differently the profile on SDC is much more um, there's a lot more statistics like how tall you are what do you look like do you have are you bald are you you know long hair, short hair, whatever. And you don't have to fill out that information right. if you don't want to, but you can. Is so there's a, a lot of like statistical stuff. Right. Whereas on SLS, there isn't a lot of that. It's more of like, what's your age? Do you mind people that smoke? Do you mind people that drink? And that's really kind of about right. it. The thing that I like about S- SLS a lot is that they show the date that you joined mm-hmm. SLS. So here is a tip, a very <laughs> important pro tip is that the minute that you join, it shows up on your profile. So if you go back and change your name, this happened to us. We didn't realize this and we created a profile that was just a dumb profile. Like we just in random letters and numbers because we didn't know what we were doing. Well, we ended up with a three-month membership. We had people interact with us and we decided after the three months that we needed to change our profile yeah we needed a better name it was stupid it was just it was just random yeah Yeah. it was just this random like it was an old kind of mix between an email address because we didn't really we didn't realize that we didn't know you were were signing up as your username we didn't know we were setting up like a full-on account right which we were stuck with very important so we had to when we decided to go back 
and change our profile name, you lose everything. So we basically had to start a new account. So we looked three months newer than we actually were Mm -hmm. because it started over again. And you couldn't take your information with you at that time. Like we couldn't. We couldn't just, you can't just change your name. No, it's an account. Right. You close that account, you start a new account. So our very important information to you guys would be to come up with a screen name that you can use preferably on multiple platforms or three websites. Yeah, because you're going to get tired of telling people different names and people do cross check. Mm hmm. Oh, I they will do. look for you. I always yeah. do. And so that was really important. And, so we bef- set up, and we set up a separate Gmail account with the same mm-hmm. name so that everything's integrated. Right. Which we did not know to do that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge piece of advice and takeaway is that before you set up a profile, go through and it will say you pick a username and you'll see. Go through them at first and search around. People do funny ones like, um, you know play couple for you or lots of guys use like big dick (laughs) 90210 i mean i don't even know what but and then some people have really clever ones Mm. and then some people are just like you know um hot wife and some people use parts of their names and things so many people use different things so go through the different sites look and see how people are presenting themselves realize that you are stuck with this name or you will lose your data Mm -hmm. so you want to find something that in five years from now you're still comfortable doing that i've seen a profile name where it said newbie whatever and you go and they've been in a lifestyle for seven years but they can't change their name right and so that's horrible it is you don't want to be identified your your screen name is newbie couple in florida or whatever and you're not newbie anymore so that is huge yeah so pick a name that you're going to be able to stick with and be comfortable with no matter how your relationship changes your dynamic changes don't say only for couples (laughs) In Florida. Right. Because you may change your mind and want to not be only for couples, but your screen name says you're only for couples, so you're going to miss out on all those people. Mm. And also come up with a screen name that is easy to remember for others, that's easy to say to somebody in a loud bar, mm-hmm. um, that is not overly complicated. You know, like if you have underscores and, you know, you want something that you can say if you're at a meet and greet, well, then we have cards that we hand out, which is we can talk about. You, you might not always have your swinger cards with you. And so, you you know, when we, and we've been in situations before. I can think of one in particular in New Orleans where, you know, you made the guy like repeat it four times. <laughs> what our screen name it was. Worked. It worked. Yeah. He, he found me. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> So because ours, yeah, ours has a little bit of a, a, of a rhyme, of to, a rhyme it. to it. So mm. there's the way that it, yeah, just yeah. the way it worked so out. That's so that's important yeah. also to think about, just to think ahead that how you need to be able to convey this to others. Right. So that's super important. Um, so, so far we've talked about checking out the different websites, the different resources that are available, and then going through and really looking to see if you can find a screen name that you like that you can use, that's easy to remember, and that is going to be able to be used on multiple websites if you can. I've seen some people, you can't do it. They really want it. It's available in one place. Mm. It's not available in the other. So they may have to add a one or a two or something or at the end of it. But those are very important things that we did not know at all. SDC does not do it, does not show how old, how long you've been on the website or how long you've been members, but SLS does. And like I said, that clock starts ticking the minute that you create your profile. Mm -hmm. And so you want, if you've been on six months, people look. So that's important. So Mm -hmm. you want your time to reflect how long you've been there. Yeah. The other thing that 
we did that was very important for us was we actually read quite a few profiles before Mm -hmm. we put ours up there. You did a lot of work, actually, and kind of wrote our original layout. But we sat down together and we wrote and tweaked and rewrote and talked about it and reviewed, posted it, took it back, you know, rechanged it again. We spent a lot mm-hmm. of time on our profile. We did. And, I th- and a couple of things about that. I think it's very important that we did do it together because what we're trying to convey is who we are not who I am and who I'm saying you are and vice versa it's who we are as a couple and you know and every every couple's going to have you know, I mean, there are as many ways to write a profile as there are couples out there. I think the thing that's most important about profiles is that it has to, you have to be genuine and it has to convey who you are, not who you want to be or who you hope you are right. or what or who you think other people want you to be, but right. who you actually are. And that comes across in, in the writing that you do, in the text of the profile, in the pictures that you choose. Mm-hmm. It's just very important um, you know, to be genuine and to be honest. Because, I mean, what you're trying to do is you're trying to you know, advertise yourself for other people who are like-minded to want to at least meet you. And that's step one. For us, it was very important that we spend a lot of time creating a joint profile that accurately portrays who we are as a couple. Because we're, you know, as a couple, we are, you know, we're each one way individually. Right. But as a couple, we're much stronger paired than we are individually. And so, and, and that's who, how we're interfacing with the community is as a couple. So, of course, then you have to write your profile as a couple. And, and I did, you know, do the bulk of it and the template of it. But then two of us then went back and revised and edited and revised and edited. And as you say, posted and then thought further, revised more. Right. And then, of course, as we've grown in the lifestyle, it's changed a lot because we're not the same people that we were two years ago. We're right. not the same people that we were a year ago. Absolutely. So you've kind of hit on a couple things. So you need to do your profile. It needs to be representative of both of you. I can tell you, I can go online and look. And if I read a profile, I'm like, the husband wrote this. Yeah. And so, but our profile, we get comments all the time that talk about how it's obvious that we're a couple. And I think that that comes from the way that the profile is written. So we're going to go ahead also in the resource section. I will actually put a couple of um, samples of profiles of people, text that I find. I won't put the people's names, but of good profiles versus bad profiles, because I think that's really important. And in it's our a opinion. good resource. Yeah. Not in totally. Our, our, yeah. All of this is our opinion. This is our podcast. It's right. all our opinion. There is no <laughs> right or wrong. Right. It's what I think, because right. that's what I want to do. Well, as I said, there are as many different profiles as there are people. There are some fundamentals that, to me at least, are important that, you know, that we would suggest that you consider. But I think key is genuineness. Right. And it's going to be very different. If you're a single guy and you're listening to this and you're going to want to follow some of our advice, then your profile is going to be a little bit different. If you're a couple that has a little bit of a different relationship than we do, then it's going to be different. And there are lots of ways to show that. The one thing that bothers both of us, and it's just part of who we are, is that when you come across a profile that's basically inherently negative. Oh, yes. It's such so a turn off. awful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, so there are times there we've seen profiles that is basically high. We're this couple and then it's a long, huge list of things we don't like. We right. don't like this. We don't like that. We don't yeah. like this. We don't like people who do this. We don't like people who do that. We don't like couples who do this. We don't like women who do this. We don't like men who do this. And yeah. I'm like, or don't and, be this. Don't do that. Don't have ever done this. 
Right. Um, and it's like, I, yeah. we don't even usually get through the yeah. bottom of the profile before we're yeah. like, nope. There's one that, that I remember, recall is, oh, and if you can't get it up, don't contact us or take a pill. You know, and like, how what, shitty is that? Right. You know? how, and who's going to respond to that? We're just inherently positive people and we're attracted to positive people. And so, and I hope that that is conveyed in our, in our profile and in our podcast. But yeah, it's it's such a turnoff right. when I see negativity. Tell us what you do want. Right. And that would be our advice is right. in writing your profile. Talk about what you do want and not what you don't want. Because you attract what you want. Right. And you also attract what you don't want. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if that's what you put out there. It's just kind of a fundamental tenet of my life. Absolutely. Be positive. Now, there are circumstances, like if you really feel strongly. For example, if you're a couple and you do not want single men to contact you, that's okay to say. Right. But don't be shitty about it. Just be nice and say, you know, we're, we're not, in, we're interested in couples only. And so single men, please don't yeah, contact don't re- us. Yeah. We'll contact you. We'll contact you, you if, if we we're interested, be- yeah, which exactly. is a legitimate thing to say because yeah. you will get inundated by single men that look at profiles and see immediately. By the way, as soon as you go online and you're a new profile, you kind of show up in the new connections yeah. area or new, I forget what it's called, newest matches, which basically means these people are new. Mm-hmm. And so um, you'll get a lot of early lot, activity. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, yeah, it'll come in a big flurry. And um, so just be prepared for yeah. that because and you'll and, get a and lo- there'll be a lot of single men. Yeah. And you'll get a lot of of, um, of correspondence that's clearly just cold call. They didn't even read your profile. And you can just tell that. And those they are cut easy, it and pasted those it are easy to spot yeah. Yeah, yeah. that they're just playing the numbers game. Right. And and that's OK, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it can work. It can work. And it can work. For them and, and for, that's uh, both ways. I mean, right. so. Yeah. So if that's, I mean, if that's okay, then that's okay. If, that, if you're okay with that, that's totally fine. It's just people trying to reach out to make connections. It's, you don't ever want to, again, being very positive. It's That's just because it's not my style doesn't mean it isn't going to work for somebody else. Right. So. Yeah. And we've met people that clearly were fishing that, you know, and just, and throwing a broad net and, but they were still interesting. And so you have a better chance of getting a response from us if it's targeted to us. And it's clear that you have read our profile and are interested in us and not just, you know, throwing a broad net out there. But, um, but yeah, we've, we've met some awesome people that yeah. that way that clearly have you know just cold called us basically. Right. It, because they were, ba- because the other pieces parts were interesting yeah, enough to follow through. If you had, yeah. yeah, if you do that and, but then your profile says three sentences, I'm, we're right. never going to reach and we're never exactly. it doesn't matter how great your email is usually you know if your message is lackluster or clearly a you know here you just change the name to our profile name and then it's the same right so, and that brings up a good point you know you mentioned three sentences in your profile i mean everybody's different everybody has a different style and some people can make three sentences really count right but most can't right and so our profile is quite long and it's very in-depth and it's less in-depth than it used to be and it probably will become less in-depth in yeah. the future where, as we're trimming things down and evolving. We, from the beginning, thought it was very important that people get a real sense of who we are. And the only way that we can do that is to be quite lengthy in our profile. I know there's a lot of diversity of opinion out there about that, which is natural. For us, though, we, we want to have more substance in our profile. Especially yeah. for starting out. Right. We wanted, we felt it was important to give as people as much information as we mm-hmm. could about us without going into too much. So we talked a lot about um, who we were as a professional couple and the kind of things that we like, things that we like to do, not just lifestyle stuff, right. things that we find attractive and interesting in other people. And As so, a matter of fact, there really isn't a lot about sex in our profile. No, I don't. It's think mostly just who we are yeah. and about yeah, about what we what we like and how we have fun and 
about us. Yeah. It's about characteristics and personality mm-hmm. that we find interesting. Right. It's, yeah, it doesn't say anything about you need to have a big dick because you don't. And yours doesn't say she has to have big boobs because that doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> it's all about who you are as exactly. a person. And if you're a, a great, funny, charming, witty, good person, then that's great to go out and meet people for dinner that are like that, you know. Yeah. And that comes across in profiles and it also comes across in in communication, you know, in messaging. Right. Absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, it's, it's clear really quickly where there's depth and where there's not. And, and we, we're attracted to deeper people. And that was what we chose to portray. Yeah. The other thing, too. And we're very open and honest about ourselves, about who we are. And that's another piece of, of what we talk about, I think, or, or wanted to make sure that people understood about profiles. The moral of the story is be honest about mm-hmm. yourself and don't post pictures. I literally have seen Polaroid pictures. Someone took a picture of a, of a Polaroid of a picture. <laughs> and then posted and put it. it. On, like, yeah, I've seen this is the that was from the 80s. I'm going to yeah. guarantee you don't look like that now. I'm but, and it's, that's OK. But no, it's, so, it's awful because but I, it, no, I mean, it's OK that you looked great then. But oh, yeah, yeah. that's not going to help you now. And it is awful. Yeah. Guess what? When you show up and meet somebody, and, you're going to figure it out. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Especially when anybody. they walk right past you. <laughs> you would not believe. I mean, we talk about it all the time when we go to meet people and we're like, OK, we're going to meet you here, whatever. And we say, by the way, we look just like our pictures, because guess what? We look just like our pictures. We've our, had several people tell us that. Yeah. Like, wow, you look just like your pictures. Like, well, no shit. Like, that's because <laughs> that's because. There are pictures of us that were like taken within, last month. Yeah, within, or within the last within, year. Within the last year, for yeah. sure. So don't try and make that stuff up. Don't try and hide things. One thing that I have learned in the lifestyle as an older woman, that going into this, if you are confident and you like who you are, you are sexy as fuck. Absolutely. You, you know what? I mean, I've had two babies. Whatever. Life gets in the way. I don't have a gym rat body by any stretch of the imagination. And. But you um, are sexy as fuck because (laughs) of your confidence and because of your poise and how you carry yourself and you're intelligent and you're well-spoken. Well, thank you very much, Those are the things that are more important and that are sexy. I probably wouldn't have believed you two years ago. Yeah, you've seen it in action now for two years. I have seen it in action. I have. And so, and And I I get it. Right. And we've heard the same thing from other other women also. Mm -hmm. Um, Other Men And other men, yeah. You feel good about yourself. Yeah, you're attractive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful on men or women. Yes. So just be honest about it. There's nothing worse than going to show up to someplace and knowing full well that you don't look or represent anything what your profile said and you're going to spend the entire time wondering yeah. if it's okay, what do they think, whatever, or, you know, you walk in the door and clearly you've lied. Yeah. That's really basically the right. bottom line. And so I hate to be so stark about it, but that's what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, sure, there are some people that we've known that may shave a year or two off of their age, but you can't take 15 years off yeah. of your age and it not be obvious, right. you know? Yeah. You can't and the, and the say that we know that, 50 pounds difference yeah. because – and you don't have to put your weight on these things. We actually do. And again, I'm no skinny mini by any stretch of the imagination. And I feel like it's important mm-hmm. that you know, if you want to look at that, who I am because that is me. Right. If that doesn't interest like, you, then yeah. that's totally okay. And I, mean, I do the exact same thing. I put my weight there and, you know. 
I've got some pounds to lose too. Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> but I would much rather, you know, some people know that going in. So I don't have to worry about, oh God, shit. I said I was, you know, 180. I'm not. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because you don't need any more pressure. You don't right. need any more uh, sources of discomfort. So that along, that along with having so two things being very open and honest about our who we are in our profile having a lengthy profile that allows people to get a, a real good idea of who we are or descriptive it doesn't necessarily have to be lengthy but a descriptive well, exactly. profile that lets yeah. them know who you are right so what that does is that just screens out mm-hmm. a lot of people who wouldn't otherwise be interested potentially or right. at least don't think that they would be they can say eh, you know what yeah he's 220 pounds and six feet that's that's a little too hefty for me and you know what? They're and out that's there. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it's okay. That's and they, okay. And they're out there. Right. And um, yeah, so it's it's a and you know, we're very busy people and we spend a lot of time with our lifestyle pursuits, but we don't have infinite time. And so when we by the time we actually meet somebody, you know, we want to make sure that they know who we are, we know who they are, at least to the extent that you can through corresponding and texting and so forth. And so by the time we actually meet somebody, it usually works out pretty well. Right. And so it's kind of a screening tool. Absolutely. The other thing too, which makes me think about that, talking about screening tool is and pictures, we chose not to have any nude. Yeah, there's no nude pictures at all on our profile no and there's some there's some close a few that are a little racy which they came later mm-hmm. when i got more comfortable right. about it um, and they are sexy as fuck because that is more interesting and sexier i think so there's no like see... big shot of my boobs or my pussy or right, but your dick or anything like that right, there's but there's a... some suggestive yes. shots yeah where i'm wearing a bra under a shirt and it's a little see-through mm-hmm. and whatever so um but that took a while for me to decide what we wanted to do because that was not who i am that is not what this is about for me and everybody's different mm-hmm. and that again is you have to find what is going to be comfortable for you i personally if i go on a site and i'm looking at a profile and the only pictures of the man even if it's a single guy and all there are are dick pics of him i could really care less like if the, it's that's such a turnoff for me, like I assume if you're on a swinger website that you have a dick. <laughs> so now that being said, there are some people who are like, nope, and they'll put it in their profile nine inches or over. Uh-huh. Well, you know, OK, so that's a very small population, but that's what they like. And that is OK. That's their thing. For me, it just doesn't matter. Right. It's not about that, because for me fucking somebody isn't about the size of your dick. It's about the connection that we have and how much heat that can build up. Mm -hmm. So it really doesn't matter to me. But again, everybody's different. So I think that people have to realize that what you're putting out there, again, is what you're advertising. But the main thing is when you're a couple, there has to be pictures of you guys together, of the man and the woman, the husband and wife or the couple. And there have definitely have to be almost as many pictures of the man as there are of the woman. And they don't have to be singular. I think we have we have what maybe 10 pictures on there and five of them of us as a couple and then five are of me actually yeah we have 20 pictures oh see and (laughs) i think there are almost all of us together right there are three or four Four? maybe of just you right and then maybe three of just me two or right i think two of just me but the point is though that i'm in almost all of Mm -hmm. them and it's not at all uncommon to go and look at a couple's profile. And there are, I've seen them where there are like 50 pictures of just the woman. And her boobs. And her boobs. And her pussy. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> we get it. I much rather want to see, you know, 
what you guys are like as a couple. And mm-hmm. you can, you can, you know, you can kind of sense a lot about people by fun vanilla pics. That's what I think of it. Right. I would, I would much rather see fun vanilla pics of a couple and to see how, you know, but they not have synergy. Goofy, dorky and, ones. Yeah, right. You know, right. not, you don't have to have your Halloween when I say, when I say fun, I'm talking as about Donald Duck and right. Daisy Duck. No, no, please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> or something of the like. Of the like. Yeah, you know, and now if you're doing a hot, sexy couple thing and that was a hot, sexy picture, mm-hmm. then that's, and if you it's, know. If, it's if you like the picture and you look Daisy like. Daisy Duck and Donald Duck. But I don't know that <laughs> don't that's really. That's yeah, no. it's, those are kind of mutually exclusive. Yeah. But I suppose you could have some, you know. Well, so what what, sure what I mean has. by fun vanilla pics is, you know, two of you, whatever, hiking or mm-hmm. at the beach or at a bar doing things that you do for fun because that shows who you are. You know, here we are scuba diving or whatever. And this is what we like to do. And this is what we do together. And because you can kind of see, you know, the synergy of a couple and, you know, that, yeah, these two, they do love each other and they like doing things together. Right. And, and they're in this together. Right. Because that's important too. Right. You know, you got to convey that you are in this together. Right. And that's, I think, kind of what we're trying to say about, you know, how we really crafted this together. Right. And I think basically the main takeaways are write your profile together. You're in this together. Mm-hmm. Have it be a joint effort. And it needs to be consistent throughout. Mm -hmm. You need to have pictures of both of you. Don't make things up. Be as clear and concise as you can. But don't be afraid to go back and change it as you need to. We have updated our profile, slimmed it down, changed it, took things out. Because guess what? Two years ago, we thought we were never going to do X, Y, Z. And now that's not off the table. So we don't even mention that it is or it isn't something that we would do. Or X, Y, Z is what we do every day. (laughs) <laughs> is it do we do xyz every day <laughs> no, but we want you would to. like to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't be afraid of that and the other thing not only a lot of times we actually put on our profile when it was updated yeah we do or when the pictures yeah. were updated because we do feel like it's so important that people understand that our pictures yeah, what are you within see is what the you last get. 12 months yes yeah. and yeah. so we like that and not some are a little very bit outside, few people but, but well uh, yeah but within the last are, two years yeah, exactly the, some people don't do that a lot of people do not mm-hmm. we actually like it because we want to let people know that we are active right and that this is not something that's been we created a profile two years ago and then nothing happened so we chose to do it that way the other thing too is if you're not sure and you're not sure are we going to full swap soft swap are we just going to be voyeurs and just watch there are a lot of people Mm -hmm. in the lifestyle because the lifestyle is a spectrum there are a lot of people in the lifestyle that don't play with other couples they just want to be around other couples who are hot and sexy and they love watching or they even may be exhibitionists but they don't want anybody else to join them but that's all part of it right that's all part of the lifestyle yeah and that's part of being sex positive and open Mm -hmm. that's fine that is great it is an amazing community of people that you can get together with and talk and be open and free and honest about all sorts of things you with people that you just met, but you don't have to go have sex with them. Right. So if you just think you want to dabble and dip your toe in the pool, do it. There is no rule that says you have to go to a meet and greet and take someone home to fuck them. Yeah, absolutely. And I, what we've and that's a great point because we've met several couples that well that we certainly that we didn't play with, but that they don't play with anybody. Right. 
and that they um, or love yeah, going or, to lifestyle right, events exactly. and doing lifestyle things. And the reason is because lifestyle people are fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody, and we've met so many amazing people. Everybody's fun and open and non-judgmental for the most part. Right. And it's usually, just, yeah. yeah, usually. And you know, you can meet somebody, and within twenty minutes, you're talking about stuff that you don't talk about with your <laughs> vanilla friends ever. Right. You know, we you know have friends we've known for twenty five years, and we've never talked about sex. You meet somebody at at a resort and or at a meet and greet. You're talking about blowjob comp- blowjob competitions within 20 minutes, and you know we had that happen before. <laughs> yeah. So We're talking about it, yes. Well, yeah, talking about. It. <laughs> but yeah, so it really just runs the the gamut, and I think the the main thing to take away from all of that is just do it, mm-hmm. just do it. If you think that you're interested, just do it. Just go to some events. And so that leads us really quickly into some other things. Before I, I, we wrap one up. more thing okay. though, on profiles, because sure. this is one of my big pet peeves. And this is, um, so in my profession, I read and write very dense material all day, every day. So I'm very, very aware of grammar, spelling, syntax. These are things that just jump off the page at me. And so all I would say is just make sure that you're careful about proofreading. Right. And, you know, put some thought into it and care. And so many times it's evident that you know, people are writing this, their profiles and they're just putting something up there and they don't care. They just want to get something up there. You know, that's not attractive. Right. You're you could ap- even put profile under construction, check back there in, you go. in three days, yeah, you, you know, go. as you're working on it. Because again, you have to pick a username and it goes live. Mm-hmm. You can even put on there pictures yeah. or, and profile you know, or, to come. Or work on your profile on a different iPad note and then cut and paste it into your profile, right. which right. is what we did. And But just use care and don't be sloppy. You know, this is you that you're putting out there. So right. have some pride in, in how you're portraying yourself. Yep. And then I think also really fast. So we talked about the different websites and things and the different groups. And so how SDC is really good about having meet and greet events. So along with local resources, talking about what you have in your area. So if you're new to swinging or you're new into um, wanting to look into non-monogamy, there are lots of things that you can do in your area that we had no idea. Our area, like we've said, we live in the Tampa area and there is, we are blessed um, having entered this lifestyle here because we have not only um, a couple of sex clubs, but we have some resorts mm-hmm. here. Um, there's Caliente and there's Paradise Lakes. And we're going to talk a lot about those because we frequent those places. But we have, uh, you know, a, an actual sex club, mm-hmm. Eyes Wide Shut. And we've had the opportunity to go to other places in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't. We so look forward to going to more of them. But those places are out there. The other thing that you're going to be really surprised as you guys start to, as you listeners start to look in your area as there are groups and they'll do um club takeovers sometimes we have there's one group in our area that actually does a uh, like strip um, club takeover. a strip club takeover yeah. on a sunday yeah. afternoon and the women yeah, like get to go sunday up there month, and do yeah. all the you know swing around on the pole or whatever <laughs> we haven't made it to that yeah. one yet but we've heard about it but you would never in 10 million years know that that, right. that was unless happening you were, unless you're yeah, yeah so those in. those things are great to find so go on sdc or cassidy or sls and find your community in your area and then find out what's going on so not only are there resorts 
there's sex clubs, but there are other clubs that may not advertise themselves that way, but they may have nights that are for swingers. Mm -hmm. They may have meet and greets specifically. If you're a Reddit user, there's a subreddit swingers group. There's a lot of ways to find your community. Mm -hmm. And you may not know what your community is yet, but that's okay when you start looking. In other words, are you going to, how you're going to play or what that means for you? Um, ours continues to evolve. Um, yeah, both our community, our community and our play style. And our interests. And our interests in yeah. ourselves. Yes, <laughs> it's all changing. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, we have evolved a lot. And so, like we mentioned, meet and greets, but there's also um, people will list house parties. If that's something that you think is going to be interesting to you, then find a house party and go to. Very rarely, I don't think we have ever been someplace where it was an open type house party and or meet and greet. And we felt we felt awkward maybe because we didn't know what we were doing, but nobody was ugly. Right. We never felt negative energy. We never felt unwanted. We were terrified. Right. <laughs> but, and horrified and didn't know what we were doing about what was going to happen. But gosh, but we, we survived it. And it was, and it was great. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we have stories. Mm -hmm. We have such great stories to tell you guys about this in about the next couple of episodes. But our very first ones, because all of our very first ones are hysterical. But we you know, kind of chose our path. And, and those were the things that we wanted to do. So there's also um, even hotel takeovers and multi-day events mm -hmm. and all over the country. So all you have to do is look. There are cruises, swinger cruises. We haven't been on one yet, but we hear people we talk about wait. them all the time. There's vacation destinations um, in Mexico and Jamaica and in Europe that are, there's just so much out there. And so if you want to do this, there are resources for you. If you want to do this, I will bet you there are local resources for you. I will tell you that we have friends in the Midwest and they do talk about how hard it is mm -hmm. to find places to go without traveling to a little bit more of a metropolitan yeah. area. And they also talk about how kind of their community is a little bit smaller. We're, like I said, very blessed that we have a lot of people come in and out and whatever, and we get to meet a lot of people. But you can do that too. And it probably doesn't have to cost you an arm and leg if you really start to look. And if you're willing to travel an hour, an hour and a half, depending on where, how close you are to a city, if you're out in the middle of the country somewhere. We get to go, we could do something seven nights a week and do something different every single night yep. just because of where we live. So we understand and, and that we and, we, and we're blessed. <laughs> yes. We meet a lot of people. We chose to mm -hmm. really dive into this full on. We had weeks where we, six out of seven nights, we were gone. Yeah. Meeting people, meeting people, not off fucking people. We were meeting people, fucking them later, probably, or not <laughs> because it didn't work. But that's, you know, we, we, chose to do all that. And so um, so I think that's the other thing, too, is that your resources are there. The things are there. You just have to dig a little bit for it. Um, and you'll be surprised, my guess is, with what's available. Or the next time that you're going somewhere on vacation, start looking up what's around yeah. wherever you're going. Change your zip code and SLS and it's and amazing, what what, it's yeah. amazing what you can find. Yeah, about what parties are going on locally. We've done that. We were traveling up to the Midwest actually mm -hmm. one time. And so we changed our zip code to be able to pull up what happens when you enter in your zip code, it pulls up the local um, happenings. And so we changed the zip code to where we were going to be, tried to see if there was anything going on at the time that we were going to be there. We didn't find anything, but there was other stuff going on, um, just nothing that we could connect with our plans to travel at that point in time. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things to do there. So we'll put a list of those types of things also on the website in our resource section. So I know this episode was a little bit more, I want to say academic, 
a little bit more um, nuts and bolts of swinging. Yeah. But we felt like it was really important to talk about these things because if you want to do this, you need to know where to start looking, how to talk like somebody who has some experience or knows something, and then how to represent yourself. Yeah, and this and and this is a natural spot for this to land because this is what we were doing chronologically. Yes. This is how we occupied the next probably two months after our sideways date, yeah. just kind of getting everything together and learning. And, you know, we went to a couple of resorts and, yeah. and we can talk about another time just to get a little bit of experience. But it, things started slowly for us at first. Yeah, this was the stage that we were at. Isn't this, this is exactly where we were. Putting our profile together and starting, starting to look for yep, places to, to go to and to meet people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you need to have your profile done so that when you do go to these things and you meet somebody, as Tristan said, you can refer them back to where you are on the website and that's how you they may contact you you may just do that message me through the website you don't have to give out your email your text your phone number or anything like that you can do it all through the websites mm -hmm. because that's how they're set up that you can do it 100 percent that way so well this was good this was good yeah it's important information it's a little bit dry yeah and i think in the next episode we'll get you know get back to the sexy we stories talk about i think our next episode is is that where we're going to talk about the very first time we went to the one oh, local yeah. nudist resort. Yeah. <laughs> we were so new and we didn't know what we, we were, were doing. We were terrified. I think I walked through the whole place with my arms across my chest the entire <laughs> time and I wouldn't make eye contact with anybody because I was scared they were going to talk to me. Yep. That's exactly how so it went down. Yeah, yep. Okay. Well, that's the one we're going to talk about then. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how yep. it went down. Yeah. And the interesting people we met as I was staring at the ground and wouldn't look up. <laughs> And he still talked to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's wow. a fun place, though. It, it is fun. It We've is been fun back place. a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. But man, oh man. So we'll get back to that next episode. So thanks so much for joining us, you guys. And um, we will talk to you next time. Absolutely. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Loved this episode of The Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. If you have ideas, feedback, or questions, send us an email, marina at accidentalswingers.com or tristan at accidentalswingers.com. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle. That's fun. That is fun. It's always fun. It's always fun for us. <laughs> we take our fun with us wherever we go. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Barrel of laughs. Yep. Okay. All right. All right.